Welcome back to Jokerman Podcast. I'm Evan. I'm Ian. What are we doing today, Ian? We are uh, doing something that's been a long time, uh, long time coming. As uh, loyal listeners know, we just wrapped up the 2010 output of Bob Dylan, the, the decade of the 2010s output. And so, you know what that means when we wrap up the output of a given decade. We get a best of. We get a best of, exactly. So that's what we're here to do. We're actually going to put, I don't remember, it's been a long time since we've done one of these. We were just texting about this a moment ago. I don't remember how we've done it in the past, but yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it this way this time. So neither of us know what songs we've selected on uh, our own uh, individual playlist. By the time you hear this, there's just going to be one master Jokerman list. It's going to be sequenced. It's going to be beautiful, beautiful, perfect playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now we're going to be revealing, revealing our picks to one another. Uh, and uh, just kind of putting it together. How many? Uh, how many do you have on your on your list? Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, twelve, th- like thirteen. Oh wow. Okay, only thirteen. Yeah, I've got eighteen. Okay, so I could have we'll, done more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, know? I think I mean all the ones in the, we've done in the past. I was looking at them again. All the ones we've done in the past have been like 21, 22 songs, something like that. So I'm sure there's going to be overlap on our list, but there should also be some differences. So we should be able to hit that, you know, be in that kind of, uh, be in that kind of neighborhood once again here. Um, I, I'm going to, I am going to give you a limit, a special limit for this one particular episode. There's, limit? One, there's one particular album that's included in this list of music. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I self-imposed a limit. I I can't put all of Tempest on this. Right. Of course, this is going to be the most difficult, uh, or like kind of one of the more difficult best ofs to do because it's uh, a a decade which features one original studio album and then three albums of not original material. Right. So uh, it's a Can little. I- lopsided maybe yeah, but it's gonna have a I different feel we're gonna mix that uh the tempest stuff in seamlessly with there the uh, the stuff from triplicate shadows in the night and uh fallen angels fallen uh, angels no. and there's a couple fun kind of one-off uh singles that, that we've got in here uh, as well uh that's kind of the idea behind these best of playlists is like i want them to be sort of like you know if you're just if you're just some 16 year old kid getting into bob dylan the way that we did when we were 16 and you want to go to a place and just see, like, you know, what what do I need to listen to right off the bat for the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, now the tens? Like, we want to we want to give you the hits, we want to give you the candy, but we also want to throw a couple curveballs at you. So a nice kind of mixture of uh, of the hits, the classics that you can't get around, no two ways about it, but also you know some patented uh, Jokerman, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, deep cuts and uh, unexpected twists. That's that's my idea at least. That um, sounds good. That sounds good to me. Good. Uh, how many Tempest songs did you do you have over there? Uh, ten. One, two, <laughs> ten uh, of thirteen. Four. Four. Okay. All right. I was gonna say no more than five, but that's great. So I'm. You're already. You're already coming in right there. Boy, I'm. I'm impressed with your self restraint. Me too. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, shall we? Uh. Shall we get into it? Do we have any other? Uh, any other business to get out of the way before we? Uh. Start. Start cracking on this. I guess we should note that this is like kind of the, you know, we've been we've been talking about this a little bit at the beginning of a lot of episodes recently, but you know, just to make it a little more explicit, maybe like this is kind of the beginning of the end for 
for this run of Bob material. I don't know exactly when that's that's going to be concluding quite yet, but uh, you know we are we're at the end. We've done it all. We've hit everything. So I think we're we, we've got we've got a lot of fun uh, stuff planned for the next couple months. But I think I think you know we we can see the light at the end of the tunnel at this point. Mm, yeah, uh, the light of. Uh of not being as niche a podcast yeah something like that or the the light of uh going back to square one and uh becoming novices all over again or you know right, rel- relative novices all over again dying and then being reborn with no memory of uh what uh of anything exactly yeah, we're just with a- yeah we're, we're being shot in the head with the uh, anton sugar cattle gun uh and then we're going to respawn uh, you know, just a totally new blank canvas, no sort of, we have, we're back to level one, all of our skills, all of our equipment, all of our uh, spells and stuff that we've, we've equipped to our How characters. Ma- your metaphors right now are crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop you right there. All right. Let's start uh, talking. What you got? You, you want me to start? Well, I guess I we we can trade back and forth, uh, and uh, we'll go one one, you know, until we until we run out. I'm guessing, right, like I'll, I said, I'll we're gonna have some overlap and then some uh, some fresh ones uh, for each of us. But yeah, you you start us off here. I'll begin. What do you got? Uh, first song on uh, the Jokerman Best of the 2010s playlist for me is "Soon After Midnight." Soon after midnight, fantastic. All right, so we already got some overlap. Wonderful. Um, soon after midnight is just. I don't know. I think it's I've I feel like I find myself defending this song a lot and people don't love it. <laughs> Wait, here like, we go again. You're the the Tempest Defender. <laughs> yeah. I pro- I'm a protector, okay? I protect Tempest. Um and uh I I don't know. You said you weren't like crazy about it. I think maybe like I don't remember. Maybe Steve Gunn was like, "Ah, it's good." But uh, I don't know. Maybe he liked it more. I think it's just such a sweet song that no. also has it has everything i want from like from a dylan ballad but it's um it's uh, so whimsical but also has this like edge to it like you you get on a lot of tempest stuff like i'll drag his corpse through the mud and right uh, yeah uh i love the ending too it's a when i met you i, I didn't think you would do mm. it's soon after midnight and i don't want nobody nobody but you, but you. no it's a good song. I, I've got it on my list too. So I, I've come around. I don't remember if this was one that I didn't dig quite as much uh, when we when we first talked about Tempest Low those many months ago. At this point, but it definitely it's up there for me at this point. It, maybe I mean for no other reason maybe than because it is just such like a necessary um, like different kind of taste on the palate on the Tempest uh, on the Tempest platter. You know, it's a little bit of acid. Uh, compared to this is this is not the this is the uh, this is the sweet I thing. guess yeah the sweet or the just, just whatever flavor it is it, so much of Tempest is I guess there is a lot of acid because it's so blood filled yeah it's this it's is acid and maybe uh, this is blood. the fat or the sweet yeah yeah the um, fat and uh, it's a nice corrective on that record and a nice uh, a nice nice um, kind of uh, tone that he strikes here that he doesn't really get a touch a uh, chance to do much throughout this whole decade despite phrases like I'll drag his corpse through the mud um, listening to I've it also got a, got a date with the fairy queen fairy, fairy queen that's right uh, listening to it also in the context of these playlists um, it kind of struck me like 
there's a lot of DNA between Soon After Midnight and all the cover shit, I think, that is shared. Like, the, um, the, the pedal steel, like, is straight off of Shadows in the Night on this. Like, that yeah. really kind of telegraphs yep. the direction that he goes there. And even the way that he sings, you know, like, the, the kind of... I, I wouldn't say he's crooning on this song, but he's definitely kind of putting on a prettier, you know, quote-unquote, uh, mm-hmm. vocal performance than you get on a lot of the other Tempest songs. Um... I don't know. It just it it feels coming back to it in, at this point and kind of contextualizing it in this whole decade feels like kind of a dry run or a, a telegraphing of where he's going to go a couple well, uh, it, a couple it, years after. It has a lot in common with um, "Spirit on the Water" or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, where there's that mode that he'll sometimes dip into of hinting toward what he would fully embrace on "Triplicate" and so on. Right. Um, but yeah, that uh, you said it yourself so that's why i put it first because i felt like this is a great way to uh if we if we are to integrate the tempest material with the standards material this is a good one to start with good way to good way to touch uh, all the bases sure um all right sweet after midnight well done uh my my first song at least on my my playlist that i sequenced there was no other way i wanted to start this playlist it's bragging bragging <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, we have we have talked about Bragan a lot, so I don't know that I need to go into Bragan quite as much. Uh, Bragan, 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 Bragan. Um, it's so fun. I just lo- I love Bragan. We love Bragan. Yeah. It's it, <laughs> it's such got no a fun. use for Bragan. <laughs> uh, fields were green before you were born, you know. Yeah, um, fields were, yeah. Down Take at the five the and bank. ten cent store. Boy, you ever been to a five and ten cent store? Not, no, not, I'm not. I'm not 87 not, years old. Not an old Joe Biden's America. Uh, yeah, bra- bragging is, bragging is great. Yeah, bragging. I, I like the way that this is shaping up because my next song is Skylark. Ooh, okay. So here's a, here's the first one that we haven't, uh, uh, at least that it hasn't appeared on my list yet. Skylark. What do you like about Skylark? Uh, have you heard it? It's, it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like a summer breeze. It's like the summer wind. This song is like the. Springtime. This song is like a flower in your hair. Yeah. Beautiful song. And it's just like uh, easy and uh, breezy and beautiful. <laughs> easy, breezy, uh, beautiful. I think that's the cover girl. Uh, 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 Sky- <laughs> Met- Skylark girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's sweet. It is sweet. I'm listening to it again. I, the, I forgot about the, what is that, a fiddle on here, right? Or violin? Or some sort of bowed string instrument? I think it's called a fiddle, maybe. That's nice, yeah. It's not one that I that I think about very much for some reason, even just, in the context I, of Fallen Angels, but I do like it. I think it's just nice, so Sky I want to include a, a nice one. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it is. It's one of easy. these, like, easy listening, just, like, nice... Uh, windows down, I think, is what you said about it. It's yeah, like a windows down type song. It's a Driving springtime, springtime, springtime in California type song. Yes, it is. It's like driving past the field of California poppies. There you go, uh, super bloom. Um, yeah, that's nice. I, li- I like that. It's this is not really a note that I think, um, or a, a, again, flavor, whatever. Uh, that I think he does much uh, in this uh, in this in this decade. Really, it's either like just like absolutely mournful, put your head in the oven kind of ballads, uh, which you get throughout so many of the covers records, or like he's a literal like demon goblin from hell 
uh, with a machine gun and a pitchfork, and he's killing people. Uh, those right. are kind of the two modes that he switches back and forth between. Skylark doesn't really fit in either of those, but it's nice. I, I again, I like I like the presence on this playlist. What do you have next? What do I have next? Uh, I gotta get back to my playlist because I was looking at Skylark. Uh, do do do. Um, all right, I'll take I'll take a Tempest. Uh, I'll take a Tempest song from you here. This is one. I'm I would be shocked if this is not on yours. Can't you hear that Duquesne whistle blowing? It wasn't on mine. Really? Because I thought it, it, you might put it on. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're just you're allowing me to do your dirty work. Well, there's other ones that I have to vouch for. I That's think everyone fair. knows that Duquesne whistle is good. I mean, talk about a talk about a, a spring breeze, just having fun, having a good time. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can get any better vibes than the old Duquesne whistle. It's beautiful. No, it's terrific. I put this, uh, I put this on my like, uh, you know, leaving leaving New York playlist about a year ago. Actually, it's been like a year. Boy, time flies. Uh, but I was driving through Manhattan, you know, about uh, about to hit uh, um, uh, the Holland Tunnel, and uh, and Duquesne whistle was just blowing snapping my fingers having a great time the whole wide west of america out in front of me made me feel so good always got a beautiful sense memory of duquesne whistle that's terrific i'm I'm very happy for you for that (laughs) uh duquesne whistle what do you got uh, let's see i'm i'm flipping the script it's becoming different now once upon a time Ooh. okay triplicate uh one of the most melancholy, uh, melancholic, mournful, and uh, sad songs mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of time passing, and uh, it's pretty the, heavy. The impermanence of all things, of love and of uh, life. Um, it's yeah, it's like borderline sacred music. I think that this is an incredible song and a great version and it feels like who could top that right i mean frank a lot of people would say frank sinatra um i don't know no but i I agree with you it's it's one that is absolutely better suited for bob for someone yeah who's older i mean yeah it it just makes perfect sense i mean i think about the and the tree now the tree was gone it is gone jesus uh and the way that it ends is just like so uh just listen to it it's like very heavy yeah devastating yeah that's a good i mean it it does once upon a time very long ago it makes sense that uh that this man is singing this this type of thing at this time his vocal take on this is also really nice i think that he does because there's that there's that like once upon a time like he he's kind of like like reaching a little bit beyond his register but like keeping it sort of in his own range at the same time yeah exactly it's like a it's a really nice uh you know you get a lot of yearning i think in that um in that movement a lot of this music really is like based on a lot of this stuff that we're talking about on this whole playlist is really based on like bob's own just like vocal delivery which i feel like is a a distinct kind of way of looking at his music compared to everything that has come before it is like, you know, sometimes his voice is in good, is in good shape. Sometimes it's in less good shape. Sometimes you dig it. Sometimes you don't, but like rarely do you ever, you don't, you don't sit there and think like, you know, uh, uh, every grain of sand 
uh, is based entirely around like his own vocal delivery. But that's like really what what a lot of this music is like. You know what? what well, what we because with. it's his. Because he's not writing it. Aren't, yeah, yeah. You, you get to. It's like you realize that was always there. I mean, mm-hmm. it is always there, of course. His particular skill and talent for vocal delivery, but when it's his lyrics, I think sometimes you you actually kind of don't get to fully appreciate it because sure. it's your focus is split on all the imagery from the lyrics, and here it's like a pure expression of his interpretive skill. So right. it's. Uh, that's uh, once upon a time. Yeah, um, especially in a podcast, uh, you know, kind of format. You know, it, like this lens, just talking about this kind of stuff, lends itself to like, you know, look at the words on the page. What is the what is this you know metaphor mean, or isn't this phrasing great or whatever? Like, but like you know, uh, I, I I relish the opportunity to really just kind of consider his like his delivery abilities. Is like very kind of retro. Um, you know, when, when singers were singers, they weren't singer-songwriters, you know, a concept that he himself did quite a bit to popularize. Um, all right, I'll throw one of these, uh, one of these covers in here, uh, or one of these, not covers, but, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of covers, um, yeah. but one of these covers that isn't on one of the cover records, um, uh, and this is one that is a relatively new discovery to me, but I think it's fantastic, uh, Things We Said Today. Paul McCartney cover oh, yeah. by Bob Dylan. His voice is pretty haggard on this. Right? I love this. Yeah. This this is incredible. He sounds like he's got a mouthful of glass. It's incredible. You see, you'll be my girl till the end of time. These days, such a kind of girl seems so hard to find. Someday, when we're dreaming deep in love. It's like the uh, Tempest voice. It's like was even, it around that time? I, I think it was around that time. Yeah, and, and it's even like like almost beyond Tempest voice. To be honest, it's like so insanely just like I mean, you got to listen to it. Uh, yeah, just, I, I haven't listened to it in a while, so I I will again, yeah. but. Uh, I mean, just on paper anyway, that's, uh, of course, we have to mention this. I think this qualifies as a true, like, rarity as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, it's it's a relatively new discovery for me. I've been listening to it for the last couple months, you know, since we started putting this together. But, like, I this somehow slipped completely past me. It's on this weird, what is it, Art of McCartney or something like that? It's, um... Uh, yeah, the art of McCartney. It's a, it's some sort of like compilation record of a bunch of you know people covering McCartney songs. I don't even know when this came out. Twenty fourteen, maybe looks like something like that. Um, yeah, because I guess that would make sense because it's kind of Tempest mode. Um, just a great song. Like, I mean, come on, things we said today. It's a beautiful song, and hearing <laughs> Tempest mode Bob cover it instead of you know sweet honeysuckle little 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 young Paul do it. It's a it's a very take a uh, very different take on this. Gives it sort of a a uh, little more piss and vinegar, I think, than the uh, original cut has, um, but totally comes off. Great track. Great Things track. we said today. Uh, next, I've got uh, "What'll I Do." Ooh, what'll I do? Uh, this one is just one of my favorite uh, sad ones uh, <laughs> from "Shadows in the Night." As distinct from all of the uh, all the happy <laughs> ones that we get to talk about right now. Yeah, sh- I, what I, what'll I do is just. Uh, I like the innocence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that it's you know a question it's like he's it's so uh sad and in a way that's kind of like pitiful but it's it's not pathetic it's just like it feels very honest and very like clear like this person does just is uh truly asking this question right and just completely like at their wits end yeah like not, like do? even even beyond sadness or depression just like and not even mis not even miserable just like just like blank like no yeah no yeah. kind of sense whatsoever about what direction to take and of course i've never i've never felt this way um, and I, I can't not something you to see any sort of relationship to your... no it's not something that i can see for myself for myself but um you know if if that were to happen to someone um it would be uh i feel like this song i just have a hunch that it would it would speak to the whoever that happened to you heard it here folks um uh if if uh, you ever feel that way not that either of us would know ever based on anything yeah. that's ever happened in our lives uh but but maybe you know give this a shot if you find yourself in a similar type position yeah uh, it's a good it's, one yeah it's, it's just so beautiful and well so, uh, i love his delivery yeah just a photograph mm, mm. Tell my troubles mm. it's a the, the melody is so pretty this is one that i always kind it. of rumble or not rumble, but roll right over on uh on shadows i i'm glad that you you plugged this one in because I, I this didn't even like didn't even occur to me that this would be uh, a pick on this playlist wow but really it's, I, yeah. I think it's just really sweet and perfect it's they're yeah it's a great song terrific. they're like they're like four three or four like just like headline tracks on shadows that always stand out to me above the rest which are probably predictable and, and i'm sure we'll get to but like this is a nice kind of deep cut in a deep cut sort of thing i keep i keep saying terrific but uh sorry that's the it's word of the just, day it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's ding 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 um what do you okay. have? What do I have next? Uh, we did the McCartney one. We did. Ooh, okay. All right. So I'll do. Uh, I'll do Angel. I'll do a Fallen Angels track here. This is one I don't know that you're gonna have, but it's one that I just, again, I I, I get. Let me. Can I guess? I Please. That old Black Magic. Okay. It, so that is on this. Pl- that wasn't the one that I'm thinking of on here. It is coming later. Okay. But this 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 one was a different one. Do you have any other guesses? Uh, do I have any other guesses? Uh, wait, I have to just remember what's on um, <laughs> Fallen Angels. Wait, so if you were... Uh, uh, young at Heart? Mm, I thought about Young at Heart, but that seemed too obvious. I'll it had to be it to, you? Uh, polka Dots and Moonbeams. Oh! <laughs> I, I didn't realize that you liked that song as much as I did. I love it. I think it's great. It's it's uh, it's again. It's one that I I did not have much of an appreciation for uh, going into the whole Fallen Angels moment when we got into that. However long, like six months ago, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. It's so fun though. It's just so silly and per- like. I think we talked about it a bunch on the Fallen Angels uh, episode. The fact that it doesn't, like, the record seems to be sort of, or at least I think, the record seems to be sort of odds and endsy. It doesn't have, like, one cohesive vibe or energy that sees it through. Uh, but this, like, is kind of, like, like thinking about it, this is what Fallen Angels is to me. It's just, like, these silly little ditties that are just, like, completely out of left field uh, and so easy to listen to in and out in three minutes. Just, like, just puts a smile on your face kind of music. A country dance is being held, and I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 
Uh, I also beg your pardon. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's beautiful. I, it, I love this one. I think I talked this up quite a bit. When I we think were, you did. And I I didn't even put it on my list this time, but um, it I should have. I mean, it's I it is one of my favorites. So. Oh, that's the beauty of the Jokerman podcast format. Is there's yeah, two of it's, us, uh, it's so we there. get to take we, credit for both of our brilliant picks. Yeah, between the two of us, we're doing the right things here. We're like uh, uh, stuck on you. That movie where where the uh, don't know that the uh, Farrelly brothers movie. You know, isn't uh, someone they're like a conjoined. Oh, yeah, that's probably not uh, PC anymore. What do you got? <laughs> Long and wasted years. Ooh, another one that did not make my cut. I thought this. I thought you were gonna put this one on there. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the most unique songs in. Dylan's catalog, I think. Like wow. it's just like so uh it it feels so different from mm-hmm. so many other things. Like it it's such like a pure expression of Dylan's abilities. And it, I like that it kind of just fades in. It just feels like it was already going when it comes in. Right. And it just could go forever. Um it's just a perfect vehicle for him to change the lyrics. And there's that video I've always keep talking about where somebody put together every time he changed the lyrics in this song uh, at the part where he goes, uh, the the part about like my enemy crashed into the dust. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's changed it so many times and it's so, some of them are really, really funny. Um, Yeah. He fell down hard and he broke apart. He died in shame. He had an iron heart. My. Or, uh, or uh, there's, uh, there's a bunch of changes. There's that one that uh, he said, like, I'm going to the fair or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that at one point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, yeah. I shared that. Um, anyway, it's just like, I mean, the. The music of it is so great to me. One of the like, weirder, like honestly, like a kind of a weird song on Tempest, like Tempest, yeah, an album full song. of weird music. But even within Tempest, which is weird itself, like this is one of the weirder songs to me. I just love the actual like structure of the song, the way that it sounds, like. Bah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guitar that kind of comes back in between verses. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. And that he's kind of just like rambling on and talking, but it's still very lyrical. I just right. think it's honestly one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs. Beautiful. I love it. I, it's a great pick. And again, a very, very strong and distinct counterpoint from the mode mood that he's in on, on most of this other kind of shit. Man. Imagine if there's like more Tempest material that didn't make the record. We're in for it. Yeah. Um. All right. What do we got next over here? Do, 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 do. Okay. Soon after midnight, we already did that. Um. We got. Uh, well, we already. Well, I already said it. So let's just touch on that one too. That old black magic from Fallen Angels. Yeah, it's a the the fun uh, rollicking. Barn burner, the rave up, yeah, the rave up. <laughs> uh, it's the hardest song on um, Fallen Angels. Chat, Fallen Angels. <laughs> Musically, maybe like the funnest, yeah, song I mean, out of is... all of the tr- like all of the covers records. Like this is the one, like the, the single song. I think that like musically is just like the 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 banger. Yeah, it's kind of like Must Be Santa, which I guess it's isn't like, saying much. Yeah, <laughs> Must Be Santa. The covers. it's up there. 
Yeah. It's in the it's in the must be Santa mode. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting um it's it's giving uh must be Santa. Yes. Um, yeah, this uh, is uh you know, it's a great one. Was this on your list? No, but no. I thought it would be on yours. Okay. Um here I am carrying but water for you again. You know what's on my list. Do, 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 do. You know, there's a certain song that's going to be on my list. From Fallen Angels? No. There's a song that's, I'm going to say next, that's on my list. Oh, okay. What do you got? Uh, It's, you know, you already know. Had me created for. All right, sorry. You already know. Do I already know? Um, it's pain blood. Pain. Okay. All right. I mean, we were. Yeah, I was going to save that for the very end because I thought that was going to be the most obvious one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we could save it for the end. Okay. Well, we've blown our load already. Um, do, yeah, doesn't get any better. Like the best song that Bob has released uh, since Mississippi, probably. Yeah, um, I think so. I mean, I, I. It's in my top ten. It's probably in my top five. Maybe my top three. I think it was in our top five. Like forever ever and when we did our uh our jokerman uh, 100 uh i think it was like yeah five or six or something like that uh still right up there uh it's so good it's i never so good. <laughs> i've listened to it hundreds of times and i never get tired of it because it's so uh it just cuts right through whatever whatever is going through your life at that moment like the lyrics just somehow um don't they they just work with whatever you're experiencing because they're so gross and so it's so grim but it's so triumphant um it's kind of like the the catharsis you feel when you like see uh something grot like willfully grotesque right um that kind of shakes you out of your your self-pity uh it's Again, yeah, not a feeling that re- either of us have ever had or yeah. are currently having. Yeah. Nothing more wretched than what I must endure. <laughs> what was that you were saying about self-pity? Well, I'm grinding my life out. Yeah. Um, uh. It's it, it's not a self-pitying song, though. It's like a, it's just kind of charging through the mud and muck and, and blood. blood. And guts uh, and shit and, and piss. And shit and piss, yeah. Being pumped and, out by politicians. Yeah, uh, it's a, a liberating song. Liberating for the there you go. for the soul. Yeah. yeah, I just put it on again. It's so like you kind of like when you're listening to Tempest, you kind of like at a certain point you become sort of inured or like um, uh, the, the the way his voice sounds. Like you get used to the way his voice sounds after listening to enough of Tempest. But, like, just listening to this one song in the context of all these other beautiful, like, stately covers, just, he sounds like, yeah, he sounds like a troll. He sounds like an actual monster from, like, a fucking Universal horror movie or something. Yeah, he's never sounded more like that. And the lyrics have never been that close to matching it. It's it's a a real spooktacular. Oh, my God, it's so good. What do you have next? Uh, what do I have next? Um, I still got the the drums from uh, Black Magic going to my head. Uh, another uh, another another curveball here, or another uh, sort of one off uh, kind of fun uh, under the under the rug discovery. He's funny that way. Not she's funny that way. He's funny that way. Yeah, g- give a little context here. 
Uh, so it's on a uh, it's on a compilation from 2018 uh, titled Universal Love Wedding Songs Reimagined. Uh, it's a what is it? It's a six song uh, EP. Looks like um, we got uh, we got Saint Vincent in here doing and then she kissed me uh, instead of and then so he there, kissed me. It, the whole thing is about gay love. being gay. Yes, or being being whatever. Yeah, being uh, whatever word you want to plug in there that makes you feel good, you plug it in there. Um, we got Ben Gibbard doing "And I Love Him." We've got Kesha doing "I Need a Woman to Love." Mm. Uh, you know, uh, interesting company here for Bob. Uh, but the f- the first song on this this little set, uh, it's "He's Funny That Way." Same Bob. sex marriage songs. Yeah. Yes, Bo- Bob doing a song about uh, the man. He loves yeah, about <laughs> being gay. Yeah, about being gay. Uh, the first time he he sang about being gay, uh, but not the last. You know, as we saw with uh, crossing the Rubicon. Yes. Um, <laughs> this one's a little. This one's a little more uh, PG rated. There's no. Um, there's no Foxy Man sucking off all the younger men in this one. Although I guess you could sort of read into it if you want. Um, yeah. He's funny that way. <laughs> yeah, he's funny that way. He's, he sucks off younger guys. Um, uh, very pretty song. Just such a nice, li- like almost sounds like a, I don't even know, like a, like a show tune or something. Um, it doesn't, it, like it's a, co- it's got, you know, this, this uh, same kind of vocal take that he's got from all the cover songs, but it doesn't have that same kind of instrumental palette that the, uh, the cover songs ha- have. There's no pedal steel or anything. Uh, it's not a very kind of dark nocturnal energy. It's just like a bright kind of like there's like strings and like a mini orchestra and stuff and Bob's just sort of crooning. It's a very nice, just touching little, um, little, little ditty, a uh, little track. Uh, again, very different from uh, Goblin Mode on um, literally every Tempest song. Um, but, uh, but one that's nice, uh, nice to hear. It's good music, put quite simply. Next, uh, I've got something sort of similar in that same vein. Mm. It's why I try to change me now. Ah, and uh, that's 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 got to be on there. That's one. Yeah, we we you know, that's on mine too. No getting around that. Why? Yeah, I mean it's 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 just so uh, spot on, perfect to hear Bob sing this. It's so funny and uh, touching. It's you know, you already know. It's uh, yeah, I mean, incredible. You put that, you, you just... Why oh. can't I be more conventional? Do, 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 Anytime I hear just the opening 10 seconds of this song, I just, like, I go into shadows, shadows mode, and, like, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get sad. But this one's not sad, it's, it's sweet. I, I still feel sad. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, even the sweet ones make you sad. It's true. Uh, I was always just oh, man. I was always your clown. Just the way yeah. he enunciates that. He he like he he sounds like his sinuses are kind of stuffy on this one. And there's a couple mm-hmm. of shadow songs where like maybe he had some allergies going. He should have taken a Benadryl or something. But even that I think contributes to the 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 vocal takes or something. Like he he's like like he sounds like he's been sitting crying in his beer for hours. You know, it's like you just roused up a a a weepy drunk from the bar and got him to sing the most beautiful music ever put to tape. It's, uh, I mean, go listen to the shadows episodes. We did it all there. It's perfect music. 
What? Back to you. Try to change me now. Uh, all right, let's bring it up a little bit. Trade wins. Triplicate. Okay. <laughs> hula hula. Yeah, I wish that, I've said this many times, but I wish there was just like an e, at least an EP of only like uh, tropical and po- Hawaiian and Polynesian style uh, songs. Right. Like, uh, by Bob. Yeah, the kind of music you would play at like a luau a tiki or something. bar. Yeah. yeah, like something like that. Mai Tai music. Yeah, Mai Tai yeah, like music. Yeah, um, like the... Uh, you know that Destroyer EP that came out um, after the Kaput? Spanish song, the Spanish one, exactly. Five Spanish songs, yeah. Exactly. Just like give give me that. Just give me five Hawaiian or I guess I don't even know that I would call this Hawaiian, but five um, you know quote unquote Polynesian um, <laughs> uh, songs from Bob Dylan. Uh, as it stands, Trade Winds is the one that we have. It's the one that we got to do with. Uh, it's a great song. It's beautiful. It's breezy, shaking your shoulders. Do 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 uh trade wins. I love it. What do you got? Um There's a flaw in my flu. Oh, you stole it from me. Well, I yeah, I had to put it on. Because I knew we were both gonna put it on. Of course. It, it's kind of one that I just think is the best because it's I mean it's it's we gotta include it because it's such a weird song. Yes. And it's such a rarity. And uh, you know, there's a flaw in my flu. Uh, it's about how your chimney, it's the chimney based song about love and loss. Yes. And, uh, it's, you know, one of the best, one of the finest of its kind. <laughs> it's a song about how, uh, you know, y- you need to call your, your super or your landlord cause your unit's fucked up and that's making you suicidally depressed about someone who left you. Uh, it's a great, it's a great fusion of uh, a little bit of, a little bit of practical reality, a little bit of uh, fanciful. Uh, dream world. Um, yeah, I mean, the more, I, I think I said this on the Triplicate episode, but like, I, easily my favorite song on Triplicate, the more that we've studied Triplicate, the more that we've become Triplicate scholars. And really, like, even even in this whole context, like, maybe my favorite song from the entire covers, you know, everything, like all, all of the songs, all of the records. I think it's just like the perfect kind of summation of the entire project vocal delivery is perfect the lyrics are foolish they're hilarious but they're also so tender and like you can really connect with it if you if you just kind of um it asks you to like buy into the music you know you got to meet it halfway sort of thing um and uh, as long as you do you're going to uh feel like you want to rip your heart out of your fucking chest like uh uh um temple of doom yeah it's beautiful music. Um, that was your pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got to do another one. Uh, do do do. All right. I'll drop my last Tempest track here. Uh, and I'm guess I'm guessing you said you had four Tempest songs on yours, right? Yeah. Okay. So we already did Pain Blood. We did mm-hmm. um soon after midnight. We did uh Long and Wasted Years, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So there's only one more Tempest song from you. I think yeah. I know which one it's going to be, and it's not going to be this one, which means you've left this one off yours, which means I'm happy to be the one bringing it to the party here. Early Roman Kings. Yes, yes. Uh, that's right. I did not <laughs> include it uh, in the hopes that you might. Uh, so. do, do. Do do yeah. do 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 
Wow, it's you're, so good. you're breaking a record for doing singing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm so amped on this stuff right now. It's yeah, it's so it's so tell. fun. Uh, it's early Roman kings. It's uh, it's E R K. E R K. It's those early Roman kings with their sharkskin suits, bow ties, and buttons, high top high top boots. Yeah. It's and it's the dang blues. Also, we needed some blues on this playlist. Early blues kings. Early early Roman blues. Yeah. Um, bluesy Roman kings. Bluesy Roman kings. There you go. That's the one. The one. Uh, you know, I mean, we've talked about early Roman kings. Perfect. It's a song. Yeah. So insistent upon itself. So so relentlessly the blues that you're gonna come out the other side. Uh, you know, with with a little less red in you, a little bit more blue in you. That's right. Yeah. What 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 uh what irony that that the Tempest cover is so red and yet this song this is song's so the blues. Blue. That's right. <laughs> Um, I feel like you have to, at least for me, like I, I did, I hated, or I wouldn't say hated because I don't hate anything that Bob's done. I didn't like early Roman Kings when I, when I first, you know, started listening to it. I just was like, this is the dang blues and that mm. sucks. And at a certain point, the light switch flipped, you know, the shades over my eyes went up and I realized that it is the blues. I was right about that, but I was wrong about it sucking. In fact, it rocks. And I think you gotta you gotta kind of go through that that journey at at a, at some point uh, in order to fully and deeply appreciate uh, what Bob is doing here, uh, which is playing the blues, but also giving us an all timer Bob lyric. I think like on, like one of his greatest, most creative, um, you know, songwriting uh, uh, exploits or adventures um, as uh, as stayed and and classic as the the sound of music is love the accordion also great touch always love the accordion do, do, is it do, back do. to me it's back to you uh these foolish things Ooh, these foolish things another one that i didn't have on mine. uh these foolish things remind me of you it's a uh, uh I, I just like this song a lot it's very pretty and sweet and uh romantic and um also sad. <laughs> it's sad. But uh, it's, would, uh, it, yeah. Th- yeah. These foolish things. Um, which is that? Yeah, that's a triple get song, right? I mean, yeah. It, yeah, we were just talking about this. The, yeah, this is the one. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I take it to. It's hard to keep them all straight sometimes. And it's such a pretty. It's a classic, classic melody. Right. And oh yeah, yeah. This is the one that Brian Ferry covered. First thing, remind me of you. Right. Yeah. The winds of March that make my heart a dancer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's great stuff. I like that. Um, I'll uh, I'll stay on the triplicate train with you here, uh, and actually, literally the very next song uh, from uh, Triplicate uh, as you uh, as you make your way down the the track list, you go to my head. Oh. Um, which has been uh, another sort of, I hesitate to say discovery necessarily because I've heard the song, you know, many times uh, before in the past, but one that, uh, you know, I've, I've grown to appreciate more recently or, or learned how to appreciate mm. more a little bit. I just love the, um, I love the lyric on this one, uh, you know, that he's like, there's this, um, he's like comparing the object of his affections to like a glass of champagne or, you know, alcohol of some sort. Um, and, and it's, uh, again, it's like, 
sort of sort of corny, sort of cheesy. Um, in um, the obviousness of the metaphor, I think, but like I get, like I said, with um, I think flaw in my flu a couple minutes ago, like you, if you buy into it, if you meet it where it is, if you're not expecting any more out of it than it's willing to give you, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be very affecting for you, and I find it very affecting for me. Um, and just uh, another really nice vocal delivery from Bob. Uh, it's, it's got got a little bit of uh, airiness to it, just like a glass of champagne. Little bubbles, uh, you know, you can see bubbles popping out of his throat here. Effervescent. Effer. There you go. Great word. Perfect word. Uh, terrific. My, my next one is uh, yeah, terrific. Is uh, <laughs> maybe you'll be there from uh, Ooh. Fallen Angels. Um, I just I really like this song a lot. <laughs> no. It's what? kind of like these foolish things. It's um. Each time I see a crowd of people, just like a fool, I stop and stay. Right. It's, such, it's so, some of the, I mean, it really comes down to just how pretty a lot of these melodies are. Right. Another one with the um, the fiddle or the violin, whatever that is on there. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Boy, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the Fallen Angels, uh. In a listing here on Spotify, this <laughs> this might be the least listened to music in all of Bob's like entire discography. It's so funny. <laughs> Fallen Angels. Yeah, a lot of these well, songs. Most of these songs have like one hundred thousand plays. We're here to help uh, sway that uh, metric. We're we're tipping we're tipping the scales in Fallen Angels' direction. Yeah, I mean this is a, a gorgeous song. I, I really like it. Perfect. We got this. We got polka dots. We got Skylark. We got melon. Uh, or no, we ooh, we don't have spoil that. Well, yeah. Well, all right. What's, well, what's uh, next? Melancholy uh, mood is next. Yeah. <laughs> melancholy mood obviously is uh, it's become kind of a classic of the repertoire. Yeah, Bob has sort of turned it into a classic. Yeah, everything on this entire record has either between like one hundred and eighty thousand to three hundred and twenty thousand plays, except for Melancholy Mood, which has four point two million plays. So this is this is the one that has wow. has escaped yeah. the ghetto of Fallen Angels. Um in large part I think based on Bob's just absolute insistence on playing this song every night on the Rough and Rowdy tour over the last yeah. year at this point. Uh which a lot of people don't seem to be very happy about uh these days. Um, but at least uh, it's quick. If you don't like it, it goes by really quick. Yeah, I think it's great. You know, like it. It's not like it's not like you. Uh, if if Bob removed melancholy mood from the uh, the set list, it's not like he's going to replace it with you know changing of the guards or Joker Man or something. It's like it's it, it's it's a song that fits in this very specific energy and mood. Uh, that he is conjuring at the moment. Uh, so you either get this or you get nothing at all. All or nothing at all. <laughs> is that um, another spoiler? That's not one. <laughs> no. Okay. That's, is that on your list? It's not. Okay, no. good. Uh, anyways, Melancholy Mood, you know, perfect little song. Uh, and an essential to include on any best of the 2010s for Bob, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Another one importance. that just like it is a perfect kind of summation of the entire covers era. Uh. So I only have two more left on my Two list. more, all right. What so do you got? So do we want to spread them out? So like... Well, let me see how many we got uh, so far. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19... 
Uh, yeah, let's do, um, let's do, I mean, yeah, I think we're, we're basically there. Um, yeah. do you want to just, can we just do these last two unless there's some that you really, what did, what did, well, I've got, I've got have, a couple more. Uh, you've got two more? I, I, I don't know how many more I have because it's, it's, uh, can you whittle it down here. to two more? Uh, I can't whittle it down to two more. All right. Well, what do you got? All right. Go ahead. Well, so I'll just drop this one in. I don't really have a lot to say about it, but it's the last kind of curveball song that I wanted to make sure that we fit on there. The Love That Faded, uh, a Hank Williams cover by Bob. The Love That Faded. Where? Uh, from The Lost Notebooks of Hank Williams, released in 2011. Okay, I don't think I've ever heard this. Yeah, well, there you go. We're even bringing new knowledge to a Joker man himself. Wow. Uh, this is also one that I dug up just like out of nowhere when I was just looking for every possible rarity from this decade. Because there's tons right. of rarities from the previous decade, from the first decade of the 21st century, but not as many here. This is the only other one that's out there. Um, it's just a nice, uh, little, uh, you know, kind of country, uh, I mean, it sounds like a Hank Williams song. It's Bob doing a Hank Williams song. It's, uh, it's very nice. Uh, so, you know, it'll be on the playlist. Give it a spin. The love that faded left me only tears. Days that were happy turned into lonely years. Vows that we made. Turn into lies My life is empty My lonely heart cries Yeah, I'll have to give it a spin too Yeah, there you go uh, um, Well, should I go? Yeah, go It's Roll On John Alright, that was the one I knew it was going to be Roll On John well, if there's ever a song that I needed to defend, if there, yeah, okay. So you are, I don't, you know, you talk about defending Tempest. I don't know that Tempest needs much defending, but Roll On John really does it need does. defending. That's the one so that people people hate. who ought to know better think of it as like a cornball song. It's like I don't, I just don't get that. I never have. I think it's a song that. Yeah, it's about John Lennon, but it's not like you're writing a song about John Lennon. Like <laughs> it's not like it's not like you or I going like uh, writing a song about how how sad we are that uh, you know we'll never imagine all the people again. <laughs> uh, it's it's like a song that is way more uh, nuanced or like kind of takes this phantasmagorical like uh, sort of magical realist view of of him mm-hmm. and it takes takes all these he takes uh, various forms um i mean it's dylan writing as good as dylan does but about this topic like why is that bad also yeah. it's just a really pretty song that i think is really emotionally uh satisfying and uh feels profound i think a lot of people will dislike it because bob like apes a lot of the Beatles lines uh, in this for whatever reason. Yeah. But I, yeah, I agree. I think it's cute. Like it's uh, again, not, not really a style of songwriting or music making that you see anywhere else on Tempest at least. And really anywhere else in the discography at all, you know, this kind of like mockish really, uh, really heartfelt sounding kind of track. Um, 
I guess I guess people just don't have the taste for it, you know, when yeah. it comes, which, which like I understand it to some degree, but also like he's Bob Dylan. You should have a taste for things you don't have a taste for if you're a Bob Dylan fan. You know, if there's one thing we've learned throughout all the fucking years, it's that he's going to find a way to surprise you even when he least expected. And I just really Roll on John is a surprising is, song. It's so pretty that I even if you I just don't get it. Like the lyrics, too, are not like all corny like i mean he does say like you burn so bright and he says uh and he does say like i read the news today old boy he says he does that but he also says like uh like the city's gone dark there is no more joy and uh rags on your back just like any other slave and um all these other much more uh if uh, these these bits of like real kind of moody and intense imagery Right. Um, I don't know. It's give it another chance. Give it another chance, folks. And uh, honestly, great way to end the record, uh, also, yeah. which has been yeah. which has been such a uh, shit show, uh, to say the least. Um, finding a way to bring it bring it down gently, slowly coolly calmly at a, oh, with a note of grace i think is really important um it's, it's also in the tradition of lenny bruce there you go exactly a, another song that is good uh yeah. despite what <laughs> some certain podcasters might have said over and over again for the first 18 months of their podcast yeah uh um <clears throat> all right well, I think I know what your is your last. So you only have one more left, right? Yeah, I've I've got one more, and I okay. think you know what it would probably be. Is it is it from Shadows of the Night? It is. Okay, so I think I know what that one is, and so yeah. so let me just just cram in the last couple ones that are on here because that's on my list too. If it's the same song, yeah, it's got to be the same song. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, so the the I think the only other ones that I had here that we haven't hit quite yet are uh, September. Um, of my years, which is just you know yeah. perfect song for Bob to sing, perfect vocal take. Uh, we've we've talked about that quite a bit recently. Uh, see our our conversation with Ray, uh, and then um, uh, I'm a fool to want you also, which is my other kind of favorite uh, track from Shadows. Um, again, uh, perfect uh, perfect track, perfect take, perfect everything. Um, I don't know how many more times I can call music from Shadows in the night perfect. Um, which leaves us with just one more song for me, one more song for you. I'll let you go ahead and do the honors because I'm 99% sure it's going to be the same song. We're going to close out with that lucky old son. Beautiful. Ding, ding, ding. Look at that, folks. We got a Jokerman mind meld. Uh, it's the final track on Shadows in the Night, and so it will be the final uh, track here for our list. Um, I had it also the last song on mine. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Um, it is uh, a masterpiece of cover uh, music, of covering a song. And... It's just a masterpiece of music in general, whether or not it's yeah, a Yeah, you know, any it's, way you slice it. Yeah. It's got it's, it's got a sense of, you know, the, the what's so funny about these songs that Bob covers on the covers records is that they're like, 
their 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 little um widgets you know that were designed to be sold basically you know to be recorded by professional recording artists written by tin pan alley songwriters in many cases you know professional you know objects um contra all of the folk music that bob had um you know kind of grown up with uh you know traditional music handed down through time that didn't have a songwriter doesn't have credits you know kind of grows and evolves over time but that lucky old son like is one of those you know kind of widget you know uh like capital motivated songs and yet it has this sense of this like great old folk wisdom to it um that uh that just like uh, makes it kind of timeless and and perfect and uh <laughs> to steal his own uh, terminology speaks to the man on the street yeah um <laughs> this is music for the man on the street like that lucky old son give me nothing to do yeah uh, work like the devil for my pay it's uh i love this song yeah me too no uh, and Bob sings it perfectly. The horns here, excellent note. It's so uh, stately and majestic. It's majestic. Yeah. Uh, without saying any more about that, and we could, you know, um, yeah. I mean, That's, this is this is it. That that was a great. Uh, I think we did as good as we could have to try to give the essence of this decade in Bob Dylan music. Yeah, we're up to 20. Boy, 25. This might be the longest one yet. I was worried that our playlist was going to be shorter than all the other ones because we don't have quite as much to... Uh, to I mean, because that's the thing is like this decade, you know, we we do our best with it, but we just, you know, you don't have the depths to plumb that you do in the 80s uh, or the, uh, you know, the two thousand the aughts uh, necessarily. In terms but you of do just, have a whole lot of these songs. That you do have covered. a lot of the music. <laughs> you just, what, what you have, what you don't have in terms of variety, you have... In quantity, and quantity has a quality all its own, as yeah, and, uh, Joseph Stalin said. Quality as well. It's, it's all high quality. Well, that of course. Um, um, but um, you know, I, th- I think that uh, I think this this playlist does a pretty good job of uh, representing you know kind of what what Bob was after and up to at this moment in time. Uh, you'll notice we also did not include any Rough and Rowdy Way songs on here because that didn't come out in this decade. That's a 2020s album. Yeah, that's there's a still a lot story. of more music to come out in this decade, and we're gonna wait to compile the best of the 2020s playlist when we have all of the other 2020 music that's sure to come in the ensuing eight years until Bob Dylan is 90. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, roll round heaven all. Oh my God! Day. You really are singing on this episode. <laughs> <laughs>